Hi there, welcome to Talk Canicross. I'm Janetta George. And I'm Gail Walker. We're here today to talk all things Canicross, the fun way to get fit with your dog. So each month we'll be joined by a special guest or two. We're here from professionals, regular Canicrossers, and also dog and human experts in their field. It will be real people and real stories. So we hope you'll join us, whether it's for training tips, dog talk, or just for fun and encouragement. This is Talk Canicross, brought to you by DogFit. And don't forget to hit subscribe and keep in touch with all things Canicross. Running with your dog is one of the best pastimes in our humble opinion, and even better when you do it with like-minded people. But what about when you want to take it to that next level? And by that, we mean racing with your dog. Perhaps you've already booked up some Canicross races for the year ahead, or you're deliberating about whether to take the plunge for the very first time. Well, in this episode, we're talking all about Canicross events, and we're really pleased to be joined by Run Series Director David Kelly. And between us, we're going to be discussing what you can typically expect on race day through to top tips for ensuring you and your dog have the most positive and fun experience. So first of all, welcome, David. It's really good to see you. Good morning. Hi, Gail. How are you? Lovely to be on your on your podcast. Thank you. Yeah, no, we're we're really pleased to have you on the show, David, and, and hear all about events and canny crosses taking part. But for the benefit of our listeners, can you give us a little bit about your background and how you came to be a race organiser? Well, you know, like most things in life, I sort of fell into it, into it accidentally. It was a, a lovely sort of sequence of events that came together. So, you know, like all your, your Canicross uh, audience, you know, I'm a runner. I love running. Uh, I do it as much as I can. It's as good for your mental health as it is for physical. So um, I was about... 12 years ago running all over the all over the country going doing half marathons and marathons all over the place and uh, I realized that where we are in Surrey so we're, we're in a place called Rygate in Surrey it's a very lovely part of the country um there wasn't a big race around here you, you know London or going out to Windsor or Reading or or the or Brighton were the nearest events so I thought it'd be a really good idea to look at putting on um an event in this part of the country and um it went from there, really. Uh, you know, I, I didn't think the local authority would be interested. And then uh, it was just after the 2012 Olympics. So there was a really big appetite for uh, mass participation events and all things sporty and and, and fitness. So uh, the, the, the council uh, bit my arm off and uh, very, very keen to support it. So um, they helped me putting together road closures and all, you know, I, I, all the planning that needs to go into a big event like this. And um, that was uh, sort of 2012 we started planning this and Run Rygate took shape the following year and uh, we were thrilled. It had a really big turnout and it's grown in popularity every year. So that's how I got into it. And of course, um, I ditched my, my, my day job to go and do events full time and uh, never really looked back, built uh, a small, fantastic team around it. And we've grown the events over the last 10 or 12 years and um that's how I got into it so and Canny Gross is the latest iteration of that so we'll we'll talk more about that in a moment but that's that's how I got into it and I, I love it so it was 2012 mm-hmm. um when when I did this and uh when we we got our first event off the ground which was Run Rygate and Run Rygate just for your listeners is um it's a closed road it's a half marathon which is 13.1 miles we brought in a 10k the year after which has always been really popular then we brought in a 5K, all, all within the same closed road circuits um, for that sort of 
uh, Couch to 5K and Park Runner and, and Beginner Runners audience, uh, which has proved to be really popular. And then we also brought in um, kids races. Uh, so kids, there are 1,200 kids take part in our kids races, which is uh, uh, the end of a cumulative half marathon. So kids will run 12 miles over the summer in their own time or with their parents or in school. And then they come and complete with a 1.1 mile, really big fun run kids event in Priory Park in Rygate. And they complete their 13.1 miles and get the same half marathon medal as their parents, which is a, a lovely connection. So yeah. it's really very inclusive. And I'm gonna talk a lot about inclusivity in this podcast because we, we cater for everybody. Um, from the age of four and the oldest runner we've ever had was 84 so we really have quite a wide range which we love that whole every element of the community taking part in our events so that's that's wonderful so it sounds like um yeah massive community and I love we're all for inclusivity um and uh you know, when we come to talking about the canny cross aspect we say the same for all for dogs as well as people so where do you see obviously that's a long time you've been in the events business yeah. so in that sort of like 10 11 years since you established um the series how how would you think say things have changed and evolved over time and where do you see the future of events well Janetta, that's a really great question because um it has changed it's changing all the time particularly recently but um from the very beginning We've always wanted to create not just an event that people turn up and run and then leave. We love creating an experience. Um, I talked a moment ago about sort of all the family, all ages, all abilities. Really, we want everybody taking part. I mean, it's not rocket science to know that sort of aerobic exercise is good for everything. It makes you feel better. It's good for your mental health. It's great for your physical health. It's a really fun thing to do, particularly when you're part of a community that love doing this. Um, so we love creating sort of quite a big experience. So people, it, it tends to be an all day event. So although the you know runners start turning up from sort of seven in the morning, um, we have, look, we, we, we love building a big event village and having all of our charities there, lots of food concessions, gin bars and craft breweries and amazing food. And then we have lots of free physical activities for kids to do, like climbing walls and archery and crazy golf and assault courses. Um, so people tend to stay there all day. We have music and there's a lovely all day linger, which we love to do. And the, the children's races don't even start till, till midday. So it's really quite an all day event. So we love from the beginning creating sort of a whole experience and a memory for all of the family. So that's very much what we're about with our events. Um, we're doing very similar now with our other stuff like Canny Cross, so that you'll come, you'll run with your dog, then there'll be great people you could talk to. You can stay afterwards and have a really nice coffee, grab a bite to eat, talk to you guys, your experts, you know, at DogFit about equipment and all things racing with dogs. And we want people to come and not just run and get a lovely medal, but have a really good experience and meet other people there other canny crosses other people that are passionate about it so that's very much what we like doing and we've seen that evolve over the years more elements of the community that we get involved the better so a good example would be like all the shops restaurants and bars in Rygate we love doing this campaign called Metal Madness and that's where you can go into 
pretty much any shop in Rygate or a cafe or bar, and you'll get something when you go in with your medal. So uh, it's a lovely win-win because you go in and you might get a free coffee or Wagamama's will give you a free, a free main meal if you go in with your medal. Um, or the, you know, you might get 20% off at Sweaty Betty or whatever it may be, but they're getting a footfall into the shops and our runners are getting a deal that they wouldn't get anywhere else with their medal um, and so forth. And, you know, at our Canny Cross event in February, there will be some fantastic offers with your medals as well, which we'll, we'll chat about later. So that has evolved and every year we try to do more in the community to get people involved. Obviously on the flip side of that, Janetta and Gail, there's been... Um, a big transition in the last few years. I mean, the pandemic had a disastrous effect on all events, not just us, but we had to cancel everything. We had almost a 95% loss of revenue. So that really impacted us. That was really tough on us because we couldn't earn any money like lots of people. Um, and then, you know, just when things were starting to show green shoots and we were all allowed out again, you know, the cost of living crisis, the war in Ukraine, energy prices, all, all, all the things that are pressurizing people are having an effect on events. So we're having to be imaginative and creative to, you know, give people lots of reasons to come to our events. Um, so it has changed and it's evolving all the time. So, yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. And we can just tell you're so passionate about the events that really it comes across. Um, and I'm sure our listeners will be able to hear that as well. But obviously, we're really excited because next year on the Canicross event on the 19th of February, which is a trail event, obviously, it's not the same as the Run Rygate Road event. It's a separate mm -hmm. uh, trail event. And we're supporting you as a, a event partners and sponsors of that event. Um, so I'm sure people listening would love to hear a bit more um, about what's going to happen on that day. I know you, you ran the event earlier this year, so you've got the experience of running the event there. But But tell us about what's planned for the 19th of February and how that's going to run. Yeah, well, great. Thank you very much. Um, we are we're thrilled to have DogFit on board. I mean, what a great partner that we can have. So thank you for your support. We It, it really helps us. It's difficult for event organisers to put on events without partners like you guys helping us, not just with, you know, support and financial support as, as a partner and a sponsor, but also with that expertise knowing your products the way you do, knowing your audience and helping us to reach your audience is really, really important from a participation point of view. But um, we uh, were very fortunate here because right beside Rygate is a really spectacular, lovely area called Gatton. Um, those that are local will know it. Um, the Royal Alexander and Albert School is up there and uh, the, the grounds are really spectacular. It looks down across a lovely lake. And um, we were very fortunate to be invited by the trust and the school to look at putting an event on up there. And um, of course, because there's lots of mixed terrain um, and it's spectacularly beautiful, it's perfect for a trail event. So this is where this came about, as you alluded to earlier, uh, Janetta, in February earlier this year, we were able to put, host our first trail and canny cross elements. So that came about uh, the canny cross element came about because I'm sure two people that you guys know very well, Melissa Barker, who has a very famous dog called Chewy. Sure, mm -hmm. a lot of your a lot of your listeners will know Melissa, uh, and and more so her dog, and another great friend of ours, Lucy. Uh, Lucy uh, Allen is a fantastic supporter of our events. Both really, really keen uh, canny crossers, and um, they were both sort of. Uh, 
um, suggesting, giving us great, great, great recommendations that would be good to look at Canicross. Now, we, we didn't really understand. I, I knew what Canicross was, but never realised just how big and how exciting and, and how fast growing a sport it is. And I could see how popular it, it was in the Nordic countries where it originated and um, how quickly it's growing in the UK. I was fascinated by this. So we thought, well, wouldn't it be fantastic to let the dogs run as well? So we worked out it's both a five and a 10K route. Um, and it's perfect because there's a real mixture of, of, uh, of surfaces and, uh, you know, there's mud and there's a little bit of water across the weir and there's sort of hills down and up. And of course, in February, you're surrounded by beautiful white snowdrops and this spectacular uh, Victorian building that looks down to the lake. And then as you get down and run around the lake, um, you're looking back up again. It's really it's quite quite, quite a, a majestic venue. We're very lucky to have it. Yeah, it so amazing. Yeah, that's how it came about. So um, you know, with with some persuasion by a couple of your fantastic county crossers, and it gave us the inspiration to put on to put on the event. So we're we're delighted to be able to do that. So that's how the sort of how it came across, how, how it came about. Tell us about the the whole um, start and how that's all going to work for the dogs. Yeah, so one thing that um, you know, one thing that we we didn't want to do is 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 you know um, cause any kind of health and safety, and you know we're very big on on managing really good events, but also really safe events, and that safety element is really 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 important for us. We really like to look after our runners and our doggies, so part of um, what we wanted to do was make sure that to to get people out safely across the start line, we don't do a mass start. Um, Gail and Janetta, we 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 send people out in very small little waves so that everybody can get away nicely and cleanly. Um, I know the dogs are very very excited at the start of a race, so we want to make sure that that the dogs are safe too, and they're not all sort of you know falling all over each other or anything like that. So really important that we manage it carefully, and it works really well because it gets people out, and then they've got room on the course to really enjoy the course for what it is, and to have that space around them. And then we we send the human runners out um, later. So the dogs wave goes off first. And this will you'll see this in, in February. We are increasing the numbers considerably for the February event. Um, and we'll be managing those starts very carefully. So the dogs get, and their owners get that lovely experience um, and plenty of room to run around. And then the human trail race, um, if, if that's the right expression to use, will, will, ha one. will happen. The Douglas one, the human one will happen a little bit later. Yeah. That's so good to hear because uh, a lot of people, you know, that where there are combined canny crosses and runners, you know, sometimes runners don't like dogs and sometimes people are anxious with their dogs about starting. <laughs> so hearing that there's going to be, you know, very small groups in a staggered start will reassure a lot of people um, and whose dogs get very excited. And I think that you're, you've got a 5K and you've got a 10K, haven't you? Yeah, the actual course itself, Janetta, is a 5K loop. So those that want to do the 10K will go around twice. But it's not just a boring second time around. It's a really quite an interesting course. It is quite challenging too. So there are some hills, there are some gradients. 
Um, you know, there's a lovely section around the back called the trim trail, and that can be quite muddy, which I think is brilliant. It's quite good fun. It does get a little bit narrow. So, you you know, you need yeah. to have your wits about you. You need to be in really good control with your dog. Um, but we've had no problems. Thank goodness. We have really good medical support there as well. So we are well set up for these types of things. One thing I did want to... Um, so to mention is that we, you know, we're very good at listening to our audience and listening to feedback. So we're very proactive about getting feedback from participants um, at all stages, particularly straight after an event. And they people do come up with great ideas and suggestions. And, you know, we're very fortunate to have a, an audience that can suggest little things. So that was part of the reason why we separate. We made a further separation now between the runners themselves, the Douglas runners. Um, and the canny crossers so that everybody gets to have their own experience and not be all falling all over each other or you know runners getting tangled up with dogs and, and so forth so really important and that all came from feedback from the event that we did earlier this year no it sounds really sensible and I think it's especially good for anyone listening to this um episode who's never entered you know entered an event before with their dog just to give them that reassurance it's um you know it's all about having fun and if people want to race it hard they can but if they want to just enjoy it and run around with friends then they can do that too I presume yeah absolutely I mean it's back to that inclusivity thing we get some fantastically fast runners and dogs just like you do in our road race events you get all the elite athletes who you know who will who will race it for times um and it's no different with County Cross. We have, you know, we will see the really fast runners that are running for a time. They want a new 5K PB or they want a 10K at really good time. Um, and then you'll get, you know, the ones that are sociable and, and are just happy to have a chat around, take the dog out, have a lovely time. I mean, the dogs enjoy it just as much as the humans do. That's really obvious to us. You can hear them all yapping at the start and they're all they're <laughs> yes. all really excited about it. So and we get a great kick out of that as well. I mean, it's lovely. I'm I mean, I'm personally a dog lover. I've got a fantastic rescue dog who um, I'm slowly training to be a runner. A canny crosser yeah, but um but it's great so listen we're up for it just as much as you guys are you know uh, no absolutely and uh, in fact i was going to ask you what's your dog called what what's oh name? our dog well he's a spanish rescue so we found him down in alicante near down near alicante but we renamed him murphy just yeah. just to wreck his head just because i'm from dublin then just to wreck his head but no 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 and he's he's lovely he's a little fella but he's he's actually quite a, a decent runner so i think um won't be long janetta till i'm getting advice on harnesses and how to start but i, I understand you guys have got fantastic training programs and really yeah. good experienced trainers so i'll be taking that up myself quite soon uh, abs absolutely we're going to get you out in, on the canny cross and obviously we're going to be there on the 19th with our stand and we'll have kits <clears> and we'll be they're yeah. helping people that aren't even maybe have just come along to see the event so we can help with advice all things canny cross um, yeah. it's really good to hear that you know there will be run canny crossers who are just literally going to enjoy Gatton Park um, have a lovely time with their dogs and their friends you know there will be those fast runners but it really is um, going to be a race of you know an event for everyone so yeah yeah we do we will welcome all levels of participants and especially if it's your first time like we love having first timers at our events because you know it's not there's no reason to be nervous we're a really friendly it's a really friendly audience it's a spectacular venue so you will get a warm welcome even if it's your first time and um, you will have a great experience but we will be quite strict 
with Canicross is making sure that they've got all the right equipment, the right harnesses and bungee cords and so forth. We have to be from a safety point of view. We will be checking people have got the right kit, but we're very fortunate that we'll have you guys from Dogfit there to help out with advice um, and equipment if anybody needs it. You know, so um, we do take quite a serious approach to it, but and that's to ensure that everybody has not just a great experience, but a safe experience. Yeah, and the dogs as well. So that's really yeah. good. Do you, I'm just curious, do you have plans to expand after this into maybe other areas? Because there are obviously going to be people listening here who probably mm. won't be able to make it to Rygate. So is that, is that part of your like? Yeah, that's a great question, Gail. You know, we're always innovating. We're always looking for ideas. Now, obviously, we have a geographical limitation as to sort of it would be difficult for us being based down in the southeast, down sort of towards Gatwick area to try and put an event on up in Inverness, for example, might be challenging for us. But certainly we're very interested in working across the southeast of the UK. Um, we would love to reach out to your listeners and to your, your big dog fit audience to see, you know, we're up for ideas. If there's a, a lovely venue down near where you live, and that is reasonably within our geographical range. We'd love to consider it. Gail, we'd, we would genuinely like to put on more Canicross events. I understand there is a market for them. And whilst there are a good number of events around the UK, there's always room for more. Um, we're very, you know, we, we, we have a lot of experience in putting on good events. We've won lots of awards. So if any of your listeners do have suggestions for venues um, or locations, um, in their area that they think would make a really good canny cross event. So remember, we're looking for things like variety, so different kind of surfaces, not just all trail, but sort of a little bit up, a bit down, sort of yeah. on this particular one, we'll go through some lovely outbuildings and stables and things. It's really interesting after you get past the lake. Um, so we're looking for like lovely venues that are obviously very scenic um, and accessible. Obviously, people need to get there. So things like parking and stuff are things to consider or really good public transport, you know, getting there with your dog um, in, a, in a good, timely way and being able to park up and get inside and get ready for your events. They're all things that we take into consideration. So, but yeah, Gail, we, we are hoping to do more events and um, we'd, we'd love to do more with your listeners. So do, do send through suggestions if you've got any. Yeah, that, that, that's really good to hear. Um, and it's probably a good point to sort of touch on some of the things that Candy Crossers need to consider, especially if they're taking part in their first event, because I'm sure we'll have listeners who've, who've never gone to an event and maybe think, oh, I'm, you know, this sounds lovely. I'm going to go down to Rygate. So um, I think, you know, Gal and I are just going to run through some sort of key points if you are um, taking part in events. So Gal, do you want to kick off? Yeah, sure. And I think the important thing here is this is um, relevant, you know, applicable to any event. If you can't make the Run Rygate event, you could you could be up in Inverness and planning an event, um, you know, planning to take part. So I think this is just all good practice. And I think um, we we actually, yes, we wrote a blog um, some time ago because Jeanette and I have both um, experienced at taking part in Candy Cross events, but we're also very mindful that uh, a lot of our customers have never done it before. And it can be quite daunting and it's always good to share, you know, advice along the way. And I think there's probably a, a few things we could probably pull out as key things. It's not, it's, you know, there's obviously other things to consider, but I think the most important ones are if I'm entering a race, I'll always do my research as much as I can. So I'll find out 
you know exactly where the event is is it the you know what's the location what's the terrain what's the distance how many people that might be competing with and what's the type of start so you know david um is rightly um setting up his his race as a staggered start whereas there are some races that are out there where they might be a mass start and that's not always ideal for some dogs some some thrive on it so it's definitely worth doing your research, even from finding out where the car park is and how long it takes to get to the start. And is there an area where you can you know, both warm up? So definitely think about that. Yeah, um, absolutely. And, um, you know, it's, it's also thinking about your own dog. How is your dog going to be when you arrive? You, you really do need to give yourself some time so you get a chance to maybe walk your dog. You know, your dog can have a little time to warm up, go to the loo. And, you know, and if you need to do that in kind of a separate area, not around other dogs, because, you know, your dog's going to be excited, then um, there's not going to be lots of space there for people to do that. But also sort of slightly calming your dog's nerves um, and your nerves as well, so that when you are ready to start, you're good to go. Um, and every dog is different, you know, also giving yourself enough space um, around other canny crossers. Uh, there will be dogs that are more anxious than others that need a bit more space. So just make sure that... Um, that you do that and consider how your dog's going to be. Yeah, definitely agree with that. I mean, and on that note as well, with with dogs that might be a little bit more anxious and uh, mindful and not comfortable around other dogs in such prox close proximity, especially if they're all fired up, ready to go, um, it might be good to consider: do you do you start at the back or to the side, and or you, and you join the start at the you know as late as possible? Because some dogs you know struggle with sort of standing around waiting for the the start um and you know they they, they it's that all that pent-up energy and like i said earlier some some thrive on it so definitely think about your own dog's needs always put your dog first and make sure that it's an enjoyable experience for them as much as you yeah no absolutely um and we will link in our blog post which covers you know tips for, uh, for taking part in an event but when you are actually running with your dog, I think that we always like to be mindful of other canny crossers and people in front of you. So, you know, if you are overtaking someone, you just give a little shout out to, to their left or their right, whichever way you're going to go, to let them know that you're going to come past. Um, because sometimes if people are really focused with their dogs, they sometimes are not even hearing you coming up behind. So um, definitely being considerate for other runners and um, also clearing up after your dog as well if you're on the trails um, that's obviously a, a key thing as well we want to leave everything as nice as we find it we'll, we'll link our blog post in the bottom anyway for people to read yeah it's def definitely worth thinking about all of those situations but um, I mean I don't know about you David if there's anything you'd want to add to that um, no, the only thing I can think of is really like, um, you know, don't be nervous, especially if it is your first time um, or for even for those really experienced canny crossers, you know, events are great fun and you get out there with like minded people. I mean, you know, I in all the years I've been running, have I ever regretted pulling on my trainers and pushing myself out the door to go and do a run? No, of course not. And you feel amazing. Those endorphins kick in um, in both you and your dog. You know, um, so you will have a great time. Um, it's a love, as I said earlier, it's a lovely, friendly atmosphere at our event. So, you know, you'll feel the buzz when you get there. We, we, we always do lovely medals. We're really into sustainability. So it will be a very trail slash canny cross um, kind of lovely medal. And of course, the dogs get their own medals. Very important as well. 
Um, and, you know, we have a lovely team of volunteers as well. Our volunteers are well known for being friendly and very supportive, giving you lots of shout outs as you go around. So there'll be marshals um, and volunteers all around the course, making sure that you're safe. It will be really well signposted as well. So you, you can't possibly get lost. Um, but yeah, that's really the, just the tips I, I, I would love to uh, impart to your listeners, anyone who's considering uh, signing up for it. Thanks. Oh, oh, thank you. So on that note, I mean, we will link to um, your website and how people can yeah. join. But just, just for people listening, how if someone's if they're keen to sort of sign up for your race, where, where's the best place to go? Yeah, well, look, if they, I mean, they, you know, they can just simply go on our Run Rygate website or, or Google it uh, or put that in your search search engine. Um, if you Google it, Run Rygate, um, you can also just go to runrygate.com. And our company is called Run Series, and that sort of does all of our events. So our website is runseries.co.uk. So there's a couple of places that you can go to. But I think, Janetta, you'll have plenty of links uh, through yep. Dogfit as well to get to that event. So you should be able to find it. At worst, yeah. search, search under Run Rygate and you'll find it. Yeah, just, just make sure you're entering the Canny Cross race and not yes. the run, run well, race, run race, yes. road race. I mean, you want the, 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 the trail. Big road, the big race is in September. That's the closed yes. road race, uh, which is Run Rygate. The Canny Cross race is on Sunday, the 19th of February. So make sure you go to that event. It's the Canny Cross and Trail Race, and you'll find it on the website. Just if you hit the Run Rygate side, just check the links at the top and find the Canny Cross one. You, you can't really get lost. Yeah. No, will there be a photographer on the route? And um, we'll be taking some, yeah, we'll be taking plenty of photographs on the day. So um, there, there should be some great photographs um, available. So, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're so excited as well to come along and support. And also, it's just a great opportunity to meet Canny Crossers and people to talk about kit. I mean, we, we can talk forever about Canny Cross. So, uh, yeah. And, and look, from our point of view, as I said earlier, it's, you know, for event organizers like us, we're, we love putting on these events, but we can't do them without support. And, you know, we're very grateful to Dogfish, to, to, to you, Gail and Janetta, for supporting this event. And for coming out and providing that comfort and expertise and a safe pair of hands in terms of advice for people there on the day and having kit because you know things can go wrong kit, kit can break or something can not be right or whatever so it's really important to have you there physically on the day but also helping us you know promote the event and and to, to sort of a, you know to get to your listening audience and so on so big very big thank you from from our team to you guys and we're look, really looking forward to seeing you there on the day yeah, it's our pleasure i mean i'm and also it's a great time of the year at least it's you know thank you for considering a canny cross race you know the the right time of the year you know we come across lots where it's like quite close to summer it's not not um ideal but this is perfect right bang in the middle of canny cross season i think there'll be a lot of people yes. really interested in taking part yeah and, and don't forget your trail shoes everybody because yeah. you need them <laughs> you need a kit. i hate to say it yeah. yeah, definitely. You'll definitely need them because they should, we're all going well. There should be a, a decent bit of mud as well, which is all part of the experience. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that, that's brilliant. So if you're listening to this episode and you're feeling inspired, um, then, you know, there will this will be released at the beginning of January. There'll be time to get fit and obviously get down there. Um, and please do get in touch with Dog Fit if you need any help and advice on training programs i'm looking forward to the event in february but thank you david for joining us today thank Love you david. you're very welcome thank you cheers
Thank you for listening to this episode of Talk Canny Cross. We really hope that you've enjoyed it. But don't forget to hit subscribe so we can keep you up to date and let you know when the next episode comes out. Happy Canny Crossing. Bye.